Shaking off the rust. Thanks for joining us wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. It's still the Metalist Podcast. I'm still Dave. Contrary to popular belief, I am Jason. This is true. I don't know if that works there. I don't either, but it sounds cool, so that's all that matters. When in Rome. Yeah, exactly. When in Rome. We're going to do another one of these epic album classics. Essentials. Essentials. Epic. Yeah. But I mean, it yeah, is it's an been epic. a long time. Yeah, uh, so it's been a long time. We did Black Album because obviously we did sure. Covenant by Morbid Angel, which was considered the pinnacle of commercialism and death obviously. metal. <laughs> this one, so this is one we're solely doing because we already did an episode on Shadows Fall. We haven't done Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. We haven't done... Well, they would be the one. Well, so they would be the one yeah. you'd start off with for the genre. Yeah. So this will be genre essentials, metalcore. Yeah. To the new wave of American heavy metal, whatever you want to call it, when this was the new, fresh, exciting thing, and it was all happening on MTV2, Headbangers Ball, hosted by Jamie Josta, as I like to call the golden years. Um, yeah, man, this was... The big, I think it's worth noting also that the other thing that spurned this about it was that Shadows Fall announced they were doing a reunion show in December. I hope that goes awesome. I hope they continue to make more music instead of doing what Chimera did and doing one show and that was it. I mean, more power to them. Apparently that was a pain in the ass to pull off too. But I bet I, I would much rather personally more new Shadows Fall than actually most of those, not most, but a lot of those bands. I think there was more to be had there. Granted, John's in Anthrax. Uh, Matt's in... They both have some new band together. I can't remember the name of. Brian's in Hell Knight and has a recording project in Downpour. Jason's in Overkill now. So there. Oh, he's not in Flotsam anymore? Uh, no, he, he, he left Flotsam to do Overkill. It was so. Was he on the Flotsam album this year? No, 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 no. This was this was a while ago. No by, by now, yeah. Wow. I did get to see Flotsam with Jason. That was cool, and it was actually our friend Eli, friend of the show Eli, with Holy Grail. They they opened for Flotsam at Brick by Brick, and that was. I really like that new album. I just did, I didn't even know that it, that uh, he had left. So he's with Overkill. Yeah, well, he's just making the thrash rounds at this point. Yeah, like, exactly. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, man? and then, yeah, and then you got John and Anthrax. Why not, man? Yeah, exactly. So, there was already a ton of heat coming off of the Art of Balance in 2002. Tons of heat, dude. The world was primed for this album, 2004. You know, End of Heartache just came out. I think it was close to, if not around the same time. What else do you have? Ashes of the Wake by Lamb of God. Like, we didn't know how big Avenged Sevenfold Um, was going to get just yet. Like The second... All that rem- this was when people were waiting for the second, or sorry, the third All That Remains album, right? Um, yeah. What, what, uh, when was that? That was, um, Jesus well, Christ. Well, I got I this Dark and Heart in 2004. The one after. 
Yeah, Fall of Ideals. Fall of Ideals, yeah. Yeah, but so that was that's even two years later. 2005, right? That was 2006. Oh, that's the thing is I'm okay. trying to remember if This Darkened Heart actually came out in... But it was... When this came out, I mean, everybody was kind of waiting for... I mean, all these bands... I mean, even God forbid had... Like, they are, they already kicked the door in with an album, right? Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So, like, when 2004 hits... It's, it's like 2004, 2005, right in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when everybody's kind of waiting to see what's next from like a lot of these fucking bands yeah. dude. unearth oncoming storm this is it this is right, it right, right here for a lot of these bands yeah they, i mean this is like everybody's holding their fucking breath and it's crazy because like most of those albums came out and they were all they all knocked it out of the fucking park mm-hmm. i mean all, almost all of them it, it was it was really cool. Say what you want about the ones that fell off a little bit later, but like, again, anybody that did fall off, it was all a little bit later. This mm-hmm. was like prime fucking time. This was I I count my lucky. You don't know you're in something sometimes until way later. Like I I'm I would, I'm happy to have been the age I was when all this was happening, dude. This was the golden years. 2004 to 2005 to 2006, even I'll even include the tail end of 2003 when stuff like was really oh, yeah. happening, dude. Um, yeah, this was like time. what was defining uh, metalcore, dude. I mean, this was to some people, this is all they think of when they think of right. Metalcore, this, dude. this is I've talked to people where they listen to quote unquote metalcore now, and they're like, "This is not metalcore. Like, what makes this metalcore? This is not." what I consider metalcore and that's because it sounds nothing like this shit. Yeah. Or this time frame. And and it's like, okay, yeah, things change I mean Deathcore doesn't sound the same way it did oh, when yeah. it started no, either. No, no, no. But at the same time it's like I, I understand that. That's you know, that's I mean, on a broader scope you could even say some of those old timers like, you know, what the fuck is this isn't metal. Like for them, you know, fucking Van Halen is yeah. is metal, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or Iron Maiden Juice Priest. So yeah. it's that same kind of deal. It's like at some point it's possible to get locked into a specific sound. Now, not you get locked into a sound, but you lock particular genres into a particular sound. I still consider this the metalcore sound. I, whatever they got going on today, I call it metalcore. You know, with a hand, you know, with my fingers crossed behind my back, because yep. it's not fucking metalcore to me. Metalcore now is just this fucking big. It's just a fucking word now. It's it's not a thing to me. It's yeah. It's just a word to describe literally anything that has. Let's not get into that right now. Right, right. Let's yeah. not get into what metalcore is right now. This yeah, isn't that episode. This episode, is a yeah. fucking specific episode for this specific album, "The War Within" by mm-hmm. the, by Shadows Fall. <laughs> the Shadows Fall. I mean, nice. that works. <laughs> Why not? Fucking stupid. Let's, we're going with it, ladies and gentlemen. The shadows fall. Oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah. No, so, I'm so glad that's not the thing. How about we get right into it? Everybody, Fuck yeah. queue up The War Within by Shadows Fall on whatever your preferred streaming service. Pull it up on YouTube. Break out the CD. If you're like me, you have the, the CD DVD pack from when it first came out in 2004. I don't know about <laughs> vinyl. In fact, vinyl is probably not optimal for this because Fuck. there's a lot more. I was over CDs that. by this point. Yeah. No, actually, no. I still had them. I I, I was just over buying them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever you want to do, get in sync with us. We're going to start it right about now. You ready? Yeah, count it down. All righty. We're going to go three, two, one. And there we go right there.
It's nice fucking acoustic intro. Yep. Fucking sounds perfect, dude. So interesting that this became the big Shadows Fall song over time. Without a video, without obviously any airplay, without much to Guitar it. Hero. Guitar dude. Hero, dude, yeah. To the point where the very last time I saw them in 2010, this is what they were closing with now. Like, they, they knew. Well, like, this is their most played song, right? It is now, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't that yeah. way at first. It was I mean, because I'm looking of at it right Hero. now. It's 7.3 million plays, dude. Yeah. Not bad, man. Especially Boom, for a... sweet fucking city right yeah. there, dude. yeah. So re- refresh me. Did you um? Did you say you did have the CD when it came out? I mean, I burned it. I, I downloaded it and burned it. Okay. This riff. So Dude, they had the. Right the fuck. Fuck! It's so good, dude. They had the DVD so that good. came along with this, and I don't remember. I know this was I had on that. there. Okay, you did have it. Okay, so. Yeah, some kid gave it to me. Do you remember, see, that's the thing, is it was some of the songs, it was the drum through along with Jason, some of it was the um, yeah guitar stuff with John and Matt. Do you remember which one this was? I, I want to say it's the drum through. I think it was drums. But either way, just watching them do their thing, like, in that capacity was awesome. Um, because it's been a minute, refresh my memory, did you say you did ever see Shadows Fall Live? Yes. Okay, was it on this cycle? No. Okay. No, it was Art of Balance. It was the Headbangers Ball Tour. Okay. Yeah, because I saw them. Yeah, I saw them four times the year before this. It was OzFest twice. Five song set. Awesome. And then after that, it was, yeah, Headbangers Ball. Or no, no, no. It was the Take Action Tour with um, Poison the Well, Avenge Sevenfold, Throwdown, and one other band I can't remember right now. Then it was Headbangers Ball. And, um,. Yeah, and then a year later, it was, which is crazy, it was either right before this came out or right after, but it was summer summer of 2004, maybe fall, this probably fall, and it was this lineup right here, where it's The Haunted, then Damage Plan, just after that album gets released, but just before, unfortunately, you know what happens from there, Shadows Fall Headlining. Oh, so the album was already out by this point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But, dude, it was, like, catching fire, like... Dude, this chorus, man, like, listen to Romanko in that background, dude. Just yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking getting down, dude. Like, this album is, like, a fucking bass player's fucking dream, really. Because, I mean, he's so underrated. He, yes. No one ever fucking talks... People barely talk about this band at all. Yeah. I feel well, like they're the forgotten ones, dude. Uh, I think there's a lot of forgotten ones. They definitely did get forgotten, Especially nah, I mean, like compared to where they were, ones, but they weren't this big. That's true. Like of um, the big four, fucking of the big four. I mean, people still talk about Unearth more than these guys, dude. Like I don't know how the Unearth hasn't put out an album in a long time either. They put out one in two, two or three years ago. That was like their big comeback too. Was the one that DL co-wrote like half of or whatever. Um, they had a good buzz about them three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago. Uh, Shadows Fall hasn't been a band for eight years. I mean, technically they never broke up, but they didn't put anything out for right. almost they a decade. They haven't put out anything in a long time. And I mean, the last thing they put out, people barely even knew what it was. Yeah. I mean, you talk to most people about that album. They don't even, they've never even heard it. Yeah. Alex, who but was the, a huge Shadows Fall fan, It's weird. I know a lot of know. people out of all those bands, they don't like these guys. Now, now, because Phil Labonte... There's a lot of people that don't that don't like all that remains, and they mm-hmm. say that they never did. But fucking whatever, dude. 
Like, and also with all that remains going fucking super commercial, right? So, I mean, I get it, but dude, like, they still talk about all that remains. Mm-hmm. Still talk about kill, obviously kill switch engage, obviously fucking Lamb of God, you know. But like, dude, very few people talk about these guys, and a lot of people fucking actually don't like them, and it's really surprising to me. I think a lot of I people mean, missed out by this awesome too. song, dude. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know how anybody could be into like thrash, which most people are because Metallica, and not like this. This is like Metallica level shit right here now. Most of the people I personally know that don't like Shadows Fall, it's the vocals. And it's like, okay, well, fine. You can't get over that, then you can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Because you're missing out on amazing fucking musicians, yeah. amazing songwriting. And nobody else sounded like Brian, too. He calls it no. James Hetfield meets New York Hardcore. That's like the perfect descriptor, you know? Um, oh, yeah. But, like, further to that point, I know of Jamie Jostis' whole argument about now we're on track two, Blinded by the Cold. Um... Jamie Josta's whole thing is like, because a lot of people talk about how they don't like Overkill because of the vocals. He's like, yeah, but yep. the vocals are what makes him cool. It's like nobody else sounds like that, so it's automatically good. And I'm like, I'm going to have That's, to agree to disagree no. on that. No. Yeah. The, I, no, no. Yeah. I think Just because you're different awesome. doesn't mean you're fucking good, dude. Yeah. Well, it, okay. Just because you're different doesn't mean everybody's got to like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, more power to him, I guess. Okay. This was one of the guitar songs on the DVD. I remember because they broke down each and every part and it was sick. It's so fucking good, dude. Like, it's so... Like, when they came out with this song, and we'll get into a couple others on this album. Hey, no. Sorry, Larry's in the room with me. Oh, Larry. When, When This was like when they were, I mean, they had some catchy, like, some... I mean, I wouldn't say radio, but they had some catchy shit on Art of Balance, dude. That catchy shit before that, but it was like a different kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. It's that that shit that like a big time metalhead would say that this is catchy shit. But would a person who's not necessarily a big metalhead say this is catchy shit? And usually it's no. I think bands like Immortal and fucking Demu Borger have fucking massively, massively fucking catchy shit. There's no fucking way a fucking casual metal person would think that same way. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah. They really need to be slapped across the face with it. And these guys are slapping you across the face with it with this fucking song. And there's a couple more on this album that are just like... Yeah. Speaking of slapping, dude, this solo right here. <laughs> oh, dude. Fuck yeah. All, dude, all the solos on this album are just like fucking... It's crazy because like you, you hear it on the Art of Balance and then it's like... This album came out and it was just like, I, I mean, I remember listening to it and just like, how do they get better? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know, what, like, yeah, how do you yeah. get better than what you already like? You already put that album. Though, oh, the thing what I thought would be like, um, like Art of Balance, but like with better sound. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I love the sound of Art of Balance, but like a more like, like a polished kind of a uh, you know quote unquote professional sound. That's what I thought. And then I get to this album, and I'm like, Jesus, they got fucking better. Yeah, 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 yeah. The you sequencing just, of the I mean, album, fuck. the songwriting, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. All yeah. of it. Fucking Zeus, definitely, his chops were that much better by the time they did this. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. The players, um, I would really need to think about Brian's vocal performance, but, I mean, obviously, it's awesome. 
Uh, And Matt Matt does a lot of the backups, obviously. I don't know if we're dead on. Mine just faded out. We're going into active contriction. Yep, I've I've been there for a couple seconds. Dude, that's fucking some double kick in fucking... Those little backward chords. Yep. Oh, fuck, dude. I remember... It's like really moving without being crazy fucking heavy, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I remember Jason Bittner being on all the drum magazines around this time. Little harmonies right there. Yeah, alongside Chris Adler when they were, you know, firing on all cylinders. Actually, the year after this, or the year after this came out in 2005, earlier in the year, it's the, whatever the Slipknot tour is with Shadows Fall and Lamb of God opening. And uh, and then later that summer, they're on OzFest. They were primed to get so much bigger, And dude. they dropped the fucking floor out, dude. Like, Yeah. Like, ah, oh, man. Fuck, I mean, my head's fucking banging. I, I can't even fucking... Oh, yeah, dude. That I cord work. alone. Yep. I know I've Was heard him talk about... in shadows? Fuck. Yeah. I know so I've heard him talk good. about what all these songs mean. I just can't remember. It just sounds cool. I know what one song's about at the very end. Well, it's end. funny, too, because I, I kept seeing stuff... I remember seeing stuff like, you know, what's this album about? And I'm like, The War Within. Like, you can't figure that out? Yeah. Even I know what that is, and I barely listen to the fucking lyrics. Like, it's not hard to figure out, man. Like, oh, man, the fucking guitar sound when they're fucking chunking, dude. Mm-hmm. They hit those triplets. Ah, fuck, it's so, it's like hyper fucking dynamics, this song mm-hmm. in particular. I mean, the whole album, but this is one where, I mean, they've got, I mean, now, you know, now it fucking fades down, you know, and they've got this fucking Euro riff going, oh my God, it's fucking pinch harmonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, here we go. I drift alone. Nice effects on the vocals. Oh, dude. And those fucking, the pinch is with the suspended in shadows. I mean, I don't know how much like Zeus had input on this, man, but I mean, fucking... You know, from him to all the way down the line. I mean, it's just you know, fucking chef's kiss, dude, to fucking all of it. I mean, it's so fucking perfect, dude. Like, it, And that's why I wanted to do this one first. Yeah. To me, you know, I mean, this is a metalcore essential fucking album, dude. Like... It, it just is. It said it's uh it sold over three hundred mi- or thousand copies in the U.S. alone. It's still the highest selling album on fucking Century Media Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Still, debuted it's at number twenty crazy. on the Billboard Top Two Hundred. Like, this, yeah, man, this was it. I mean, that's yeah, serious heat coming into this one, dude. Oh, it's fucking killer, dude. Like. Like, I remember, like, this was, you know, these guys were the first guys I ever heard turn the fucking gain down. So, you know, let your bass player do his fucking job. You know, that way you can hear what you're fucking doing. Crank those fucking mids up. Really got me into, like, tone whore type shit, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and then, and it was it was these guys. It was right before this album came out because it was in between the two when I read that interview. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Here, I mean, there's another big song for them. I mean, it's eclipsed by The Light That Blinds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, dude, what drives the week? 
I want to say this was the second sequel or single that had a video and all that. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I remember actually seeing the video to this. You know, like um, I think by this time I had that M two MTV two or whatever, and yep. Yeah, I mean, I'd just have it on while I was like doing shit on the computer, and and um, I remember seeing the video for it. You know, it was never like a really big favorite of mine. Um, but this is the song I heard when the album first came out. This was the song I heard, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be their fucking like." They wrote a hit song. Yep, yep, you know? yep, yep, yep. They closed the, with this, this clean guitar. Yeah. Only the sinners remain. Oh man! I didn't know till the video Matt, came right? out. Yeah, I was just gonna say I didn't yeah. know till the video came out that was Matt. Like yeah, the really, so, really, really clean singy stuff with no rap. Right. I kind of figured it was. I figured it was him or John, just because like I knew it wasn't Brian because it didn't sound like Brian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and then right here is like that anesthetized the pain. I mean, that's where it's like. There's parts in there where he sounds like Joey Belladonna. I can see that. You know, or or um, even like. Yeah, I mean, it's it just reminds me of Joey Belladonna or like. If Steve Perry was just like pissed off one night live and just like kind of let it grime a little bit, you know, yeah, a little extra flavor, and not in the sense that it's high at all. It's just really just like. There's that it sounds to like it. them. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, the yeah, tone yeah. of the voice sounds like those two. Mm-hmm. I yeah, man. I'm still sitting here going like this is bringing back memories, dude. Seventeen years ago and shit. Oh yeah, man. Like ah. Uh, you know what? Every I just time remember? it dies out into this shimmery. Yeah. You know, again, I mean, like I said, it's not my favorite, but man, you listen to the song, it's just like, this is undeniable. Yeah, this is money right here. Yeah, I mean, this is, you're just, it's like, fuck. You know what? It's just, it's just one of those songs that you hear from a band and you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I was going to try to pull up the set list for that night in Anaheim, but, meh, get to it later. I was just trying to, because I remember they closed with this at one of those nights on this cycle sometime, but I saw them a lot on this cycle, so. You know what I always liked about Brian Fair was he never fully went, like, wah, you know, like, he, he always had that, yeah, you Yeah, know, he, like, he had his thing that had been around since the but early it's, 90s. It's it's more intense than, like, something like Josta. Yeah. It's like in between Josta and like what uh, like Des Fafara would do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like those the cougar screams. You know, like, wah! Yeah. You know, like a Howard uh, Howard can do as well. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's right in between there. You know, it's, he, it's a yeah. little more it's more intense than Rob Flynn doing it. It's more intense mm-hmm. than you know some of Burton C. Bell. It's it's. I think we mentioned it on the on our episode. Like he sounds like. Not pissed because it's not like he's saying mad shit, but yeah. he sounds like he's so energetic. Like he yeah, sounds like he's mo- one person mosh pit. Yeah, that's in the, word the fucking for it, vocal dude. booth. Energy, yeah. Getting yeah, the dreads I mean, it's, going like crazy. It's crazy, you know. Like, and I, to me, it's like I mean, I mean, I get. I, I mean, I I can make a case for. I don't think there's probably there's probably not one singer on there out in there that everybody loves, right? I mean, so I mean, mm-hmm. I get people might not like it. I just 
I'm just like, man, I just think he's one of the fucking best, dude. He's unsung as fuck, dude. Even going all the way back to what he was doing in Overcast, like, have you heard Downpour yet? What is what drives the week? Like, oh my god, it's just so fucking, like, you know, it's yeah. like it's like he's just fucking screaming, so it's just yelling so fucking loud, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for everybody, I, again, recommend, go check out what he's doing in Downpour and Hell Night now. Two very different bands, but they're both cool in their own right. Hi, Larry. You know, like, right here is where you get to the first, probably, I I would say the first song where you're like, it's like, if there was one, this is where it's like, okay, this is where I kind of get a break from, like, just songs that are like the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? mean? It's still, still really good, yeah. Dude, yeah, I say just still, but it's actually still Ness. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's, t- see, that was another reason why I picked, I mean, we're going to end up doing both, but that was one reason why I picked this one was because fucking, this is a 10 for 10 for me. Like, yeah. every song on this album fucking rules, dude. Mm-hmm. What was the other one you were going to say? Art of Balance. Yeah. That, yeah that, be good. That's essential to me for metalcore. Same. I. It's interesting because they're like, I don't know if I would call Art of Balance 10 out of 10, but it's fucking close, man. There's not a bad song on it. The flow's a little different. There's no interludes on this. Um, I say it's not a 10 for 10 for me solely because the production isn't as consistent. There's a couple songs on there where the sound isn't the same as the other songs. There. And so that's kind of that's really all that knocks it down for me. I, I, I like the interludes on there. They, mm-hmm. they both really work well with the flow of the album. I do too. I'm just saying like... And they both can be listened to on their own. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. a big deal as far as album listening. Not so much because you're listening from front to back. But as yeah. far as playlist listening, yeah, you could just throw the whole album into a playlist the interludes are just going to be the interludes somewhere. Yeah. You know, and and it's fine because they both kind of work standalone also. Mm-hmm. Even though the one does segue into uh, Fire and Babylon. Yes. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm thinking about more than the other one before. Um... There's parts in this song that remind me of like a fucking Aussie song with like Jake or Zach. Did you ever you know, hear that their... Shit, Right before the fucking chorus, man, the fucking, um, there's a little fucking lick where it's like, it's, it reminds me of something like Zach or Jake would fucking do, you know? Have you ever heard their Bark at the Moon cover? Yes. And it fucking, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. I've, I've heard the Bark at the Moon one. I've heard the Tease and Pleasing one, but that actually has, uh, Jason McMaster singing on it. Yep. Yep. Their Um, Leeway cover. Which was a bummer because I wanted to hear Brian Ferris sing that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fuck dude bark at the moon forget about it dude in yep, fact yep. i would almost dude i think that's essential also retribution is that the one from 2009 is that the, is that the name of the album or is it redemption i think it's retribution right dude to me that's essential metalcore as well i mean 2009 right yeah that's after their time was gone, but like yeah, it's a ten that's out of ten. Album I mean, they too. were yeah. done. Everybody's like, they're fucking over. They yeah. put out their fucking clam, and everybody's like, nope, it's fucking over. And then all of a sudden they come out with that, and it's just like, 
anybody that did listen to it, it just smacked you across the yeah. fucking face and said, we're back, bitch. What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not as, like, in the mind of everybody at the time, but, like, I remember coming away from that going, man, this is probably actually the best one. Oh, yeah. I mean, you it's know? crazy because it's, like, as if, you know, Slayer or Megadeth or <clears throat> Metal. I mean, they actually have more misses than a lot of these other bands. Mm-hmm. But these other bands put out one album that you know everybody kind of thought was was weak mm-hmm. and they just get written off you know and it's I, I think some of that's because you have a lot more to listen to at your you know at your disposal so yeah you know the second you fall off it is kind of, for a lot of people you are done because they're on to the next thing because the next thing's sitting there just constantly waiting for them yeah that that changing of the guard between this wave of metalcore and the immediate, uh, seemingly immediate onset of MySpace era deathcore, dude, was like, it was like whiplash. It was crazy, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was weird. And I mean, I think this would have gone on a lot longer and these bands would have gotten, oh man, that fucking breakdown at the end. It's wild, us. dude. I've heard this song a million times just by listening to the album front to back as much as I did, but I don't remember this part apparently <laughs> you know what i'm saying like this song has a really fucking long solo in it too you know here's yeah. the other one i mean like oh man yeah this is you a know? great one too this is now, uh, this one this, was the this one has a solo? lot of clean vocals on it well i think yeah. this one has the most cleans on it yeah i think this was the third single i remember the video for this they shot it in puerto rico yeah yeah i remember this one too i mean but fuck it's like you listen to it, it's like, man, like, again, another one that wasn't, like, a super fave, but that's Brian singing. Yep. Like, you can hear. This is so our, fucking good. We but don't this like is the... one where it's like, you know, you listen to it again, and you're like, god damn, like. Yeah. It's like, it's like, if they just, I wonder how often they could, they could do this if mm-hmm. this is what they wanted to do, it's wild too, man. Because you like, know what I mean. Yeah, because like, like could I remember they them... do this? Could they make an album of all of this? Well, so I I would think so. Like they'll they'll even say part of their downfall was they tried to write for mainstream radio when they jumped onto Atlantic, and they were like Atlantic didn't even ask us to do that. We thought that's just what we had to do at this stage. You know what I mean? So like, when they finally started writing for themselves again, it showed. You know, it always shows. The best way to write a fucking radio song, or a, a, even a even a more accessible song, even if it's not gonna make it onto the radio, the easiest way to do that is to basically like write your version of that. Mm-hmm. Yo, because then it still sounds like you, and it sounds like a radio song. And sometimes those bands, what they are, is. They really are too heavy for the radio. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they didn't write a, a, a radio song. Mm-hmm. You know, so... But at the same time, it's like, I get when bands don't want to write just shit like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, fine. We'll relent. We'll write two of them on this fucking album. But I wonder, what would it sound like, given their, given their talent, what it would sound like if they really tried 
you know, their damnedest to write eight to ten of these fucking types right. of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would it, it just get old, or like, would would we like it? I don't know true. because I I don't listen to this song a whole hell of a lot. You know, but this dude, that fucking the way the solo comes in with that fucking harmony and the. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the fucking the way these dudes operate. Like, it's just crazy because I mean, especially this song because now it's got. The clean part, you know, vocals and fucking guitar, you know, and that it's got this perfect sound and fucking clean guitar. Mm-hmm. You've you've still got the heaviness. You have the backup vocals, the solo. It starts off with a fucking shreddy solo, then it goes to this wah melody line, which is pretty much the fucking staple of a radio metal song. It's just, it has everything in it, and I'm just like, man, I wonder if they could do that eight, eight, you know, seven more times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, actually, I, I I know they could. I just wonder what it would sound like. I wonder if yeah. they would all be at the level of this and like enlightened by the cold or what drives the week. Because really, there's like three of these songs on here, and then bam, and I mean, it's like, it's almost like suffocation. Mm-hmm. You know, right into power so awesome, by an eye. Yeah, I was wondering when this comes up. Yeah, I remember this is the first song that they came out with in the video, dude. Where it's it's an off day on Ozfest. They weren't even on Ozfest. They were just hanging out with all their friends that were on there. Brian's wearing a terror sweatshirt, and I hadn't gotten just into terror yet, so that was like, oh, that's right, I need to check that band out. I mean, it's this is like one of their fucking heavier songs, and I mean, dude, fucking forget about it, man. I mean, this was. Too fucking good, dude. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's just another one. That's just like it's like all these songs. Like they mix so many. It's weird. Like it's not so many things. They were just really good at mixing. They were really yeah, good at mixing like the fucking eighties thrash with like their version of thrash. Yep. And and like hardcore fucking stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. But also mixing in like Euro fucking melodic death yeah, metal melodic or death metal Euro and, thrash, you know, regular death metal. There's a little yeah, bit of I mean, something they were for just... Rock, like even glam metal, dude. Like the fuck, man, fuck. This is. <laughs> I know we say this a lot, but man, they were underappreciated as shit. Oh, we dude, big people time. don't deserve Shadows Fall. That's the bottom line. No, and you know what's weird too? We talked about it on the episode. Like, can a band that was nominated for a Grammy be underrated? Oh yeah. We said it with Journey too. They're underrated. Journey yep. is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think. I'm pretty sure they are. If not, if they're not, they will I be. And they are yeah. underrated. It's it's the same kind of thing. It, it's like, how does a band that fucking kicked up so much dust at, in, in a... Maybe that's what it was. They kicked up a lot of dust quickly. Mm-hmm. But the dust settled really fast as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and... and because I I don't know how you get nominated for a fucking Grammy and you're still just so fucking, like, criminally overlooked, man. Yeah, yep, yep. It was strange. I mean, and Brian will tell you till he's blue in the face. They didn't tour Europe. They tried to write for radio, and they and then the third one's out of their control a little. Where they just they got they get dicked over by the record label situation. You know, jumping ship, being the biggest band probably on Century Media at the time. 
going to Atlantic, things following through with Atlantic, alongside Poison the Well, alongside Funeral for a Friend, alongside a lot of other bands in a similar situation, that that was kind of their downturn, was getting on Atlantic and then getting off because shit was going south. Um, not to mention, dude, um, the album, yeah, Retribution after that, right, was on Ferret, and then Ferret friggin' went dead oh, after that. Dude, like so good, man. Like, it all makes sense. It's just a bummer. The little fucking gang vocals right there. Oh, and then we're about to get into it right here. Mm-hmm. This little weird sweep thing, and then... Mm-hmm. I like hardcore dancing at my fucking computer desk, and I don't even fucking hardcore dance ever. Yep, nor I. I mean, it was fuck. You know, and then he gets a run underneath it. God damn it, dude! So fucking good, man. You know, now we're going into one of my favorites. Made my fucking list. Okay. That part All almost right. reminds me of an All That Remains song. Yeah, this I can I mean, that's like 80s hair metal shit. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Queensryche st- style fucking stuff. So Boom, that little right bit right there, nice clean. the things with the, the chords, like, I remember him talking about on the Music Choice thing right before they put out the album and they were previewing it. They were like, we were trying to figure out a band that that sounds like, and the one that came to mind was King's X. And I'm like, ooh, that's true. And way to tug up my heartstrings with King's X. So, Like, the, the fucking way they're hitting this shit in the fucking verse. Yeah. With the big yep. hanger, and then the... And then go... God damn it. I mean, that's yep. classic fucking Poison the Well, Shai Hulud, mm-hmm. uh, you know... The melodic metalcore, you know, I mean, fuck. I mean, these guys were fucking, I don't know, man. They were fucking masters. You know, what's funny is I imagine then, a know, weird kind of back to the future situation oh, where yeah. they could have existed in the 80s. Like oh, some of the stuff. But then, yeah, yeah the fuck. vocals maybe would be a little too much The vocals would have been know. completely, uh, yeah. Yeah. The vocals would have been different. I mean. Yeah, and then, yeah, the Marty McFly Right, your right. kids are gonna love yeah. it. Right? Well, you know, it's funny. You take them back, you know, take them back, and then it would be like fucking head feel like you know, fucking Mustaine wouldn't even be a fucking singer. Yeah, you know, probably yeah, Uriah yeah. wouldn't have been a singer either, dude. Like they mm-hmm. would have had other guys there fucking screaming a little bit harder, or they yeah. would have learned how to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it wasn't that much longer after the eighties. Yeah, I mean, Brian I've been listening to so this. much fucking OSDM shit, dude. Like, and just oh, dude, it's like OSDM and like Funeral Doom, like. And yeah. it's like, it's nice to go back and listen to this right now. Like, this has been a nice little fucking... Palate mm. cleanser. By the way, on that topic, are you looking at that obituary? Uh, Fuck yes, show? I am, dude. Because yeah, yeah, Enforced yeah. is fucking playing, and I missed him with yep. Exhumed. Yeah, same. I was I was so... I was a happier in the pig and shit at fucking Frozen Soul, dude. Oh, yeah, no, we're, I'm going to have to get some stories off of you after oh, that. Oh, my God, dude. It was... Amazing. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> yep, yep. But I mean, that's the other. I mean, I want to do an OSDM uh, OSDM episode soon mm-hmm. because the bands are too new um, yeah. to to do full episodes on. But I mean, I want to do talk about some of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, when it fucking breaks down in this spot, you know, I mean, this is like hair metal, eighties Metallica. Megadeth like dynamics and then 
like and you know, and you hit your fucking solo. I mean, it's it's all these things coming after. Like this is after a time where everybody you know, solos are fucking dead. You know, you're fucking lame if you like guitar solos. You know, and it's just like they're just. It, it was like these guys, like Machine Head, Trivium. You know, I mean. Because that's the thing, like, Shadow, or, uh, Killswitch Engage, I mean, they didn't play solos at that point. I mean, yep. they may have had some, like, lead stuff, a la, no like, solos. Gojira. Gojira doesn't have yeah. actual guitar solos, but they have definite lead sections. Yeah. No solos on Alive or Just Breathing, one solo on Lamb to Heartache after right. that. Whatever. Lamb of God, I think, only had two, and they were actually played by two different dudes. Uh, yeah. One of them was Alex Skolnick, the other one was Chris Poland from Chris Megadeth. Poland, yeah. But, I mean... Yo, you had Unearth, you had all the remains, you had these guys. And I mean, dude, you're talking about really, really fucking good guitar solos. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they you had Matt Heafy sure, and fucking Corey Bulio or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, awesome guitar players. Right. Rob Flynn, and I think at the time was... It was Phil, Wait, right? Machine Head? It was Phil, yeah. It was Phil, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck. You had all this coming back, you know, and it was like, it was... Such a cool time, especially for me because I was older, you know, and I was in a band where it was like we had guitar solos. I was in a two guitar band with guitar solos. Yeah, case in point, I fucked up and I thought that last song was the second to last one. I forgot this one was on here too. Oh yeah, no, no you know what I mean. This is one of the yeah the other kind of forgetful one. Right, comparatively, if there's two. If there's two breaks, quote unquote breaks in this album, it is stillness and eternity is within. And the crazy what, thing dude. is, like, so these are the two songs you don't necessarily listen to all the time, but then yeah. you listen to them later and you're like, oh yeah, dude, fuck. You know, it's kind of nice. At the same time, if you took them the out, new ones. Yeah, if you took them out, like, and it was just oh those God. other eight songs, like, the, that'd be it an, would be an amazing eight song album. Yeah, just like puppets, like, fucking ride the light but i mean dude, dude we place the gifts before no, you like it's, it's so still great. fucking good dude i mean i would yeah. take this one over stillness same yeah if, absolutely if, if we're absolutely taking... eternity like he sounds so huge right there i think that's what takes me a minute to like remember how awesome this song is when it gets into the choruses oh yeah yeah i mean because a lot of them do they really start off really memorable you know, yeah. within the first fucking like four bars, like you, it's just like, oh yeah, I know, I know what song this is. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, you know, some bands are really good at, um, and it's not a big deal, but some bands are really good at really just like writing these opening, you know, just like some bands are better at ending songs. Yeah. You yep, know, some yep, bands, yep. I, I mean, personally, I have a hard time ending a song. Mm-hmm. I've, I just always have. I'm like, ah, you know, fade it out, you know, or yeah. let's just stop. <laughs> I've, I've got an entire EP worth of stuff right now we're sitting on that just needs endings for each song or whatever. Nice. You know what I mean? Who's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Just you and who? Uh, we'll get into that later. It's, oh. it's the same dudes I've been working with for Gears, but yeah, they've, they've, we've had these songs mostly done. They just need endings. Oh, okay. I didn't realize there's still that much left. Oh, dude, this is the fucking little fucking death metal part in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm trying to think if this is the one I'm thinking of with the. the I'm definitely not thing. taking this one out. No, Still, no. this can okay. come out. Yo, because then there's this part. 
like Romanko's in the background. Yep, that's, this is the walk. one I was thinking of. Yep, 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 yep. And then it's going to come back with this fucking whammy whale in a minute? Oh, dude. And those staccatos? It's a buffet of metal. I, lo- I like it. They talked about, at least early on, oh, here dude, because we, like, we talk about this being kind of a weird oh, it's not. mid-ground. Sorry, yeah, I know, I keep bad. anticipating it, too. <laughs> but, like, they would either be the heaviest band on the bill. Oh, like if they I didn't realize it faded with, out this uh, much before it. That's what I'm saying. But they would be, either be the heaviest band on the bill if they were playing with, like, King Diamond, or they'd be the lightest if they were playing with a Crisian or a Cannibal Corpse or whatever, you know? Like, it really uh, is this mid-ground thing. But there was things for fans of all that to enjoy. You know what I think would be a fucking cool band for these guys to play with, man, would be like Black Dahlia Murder. I think they did back in the day. Either Black Dahlia Murder or like Revocation or something. Something real technical but a little bit heavy on the heavier side, but not fully yeah. death metal. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's, that's something I forgot to mention was talking about like when they this wave of bands bringing back the Guitar Hero stuff and credit where credit's due. Avenge Sevenfold. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, bringing back the shred, dude. Giving way to, eventually, the faceless. And now we have all these yeah. instrumental fuck. In addition to, like, that wave of tech death, now we also have instrumental shredders and prog metal stuff. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. Like, like if if we had had, like, Twitch and YouTube back then, like, dude, fucking Bashan and, and fucking Deny would be, like, heroes. You know what I just realized? I, mean, I can't believe they're not heroes now, but I mean... Same, same. Dude, and this fucking opening on this, oh, on yeah, this yeah, song, yeah. Those Who Cannot Speak, this is the one so about his is, autistic niece. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, I was going to say, this is the other one I know what it's yeah, actually I mean, about. Well, you, you were talking about Twitch. Uh, Jason streams, but I haven't seen him on in a really long time, I just realized. I wonder if that's because they're... I, like, if you look at who? all those dudes... Jason Bittner streams, oh. but I haven't seen him on in a long time, and I just realized that. Um, oh my god, dude! But if you look at John's Twitter or Instagram right now, that shows they're rehearsing for that Jado's Fall show right now. Well, I've so. seen like I've seen a couple pics on their Instagrams from the ah, rehearsal. Those harmonies, dude. Oh yeah, dude. That's so sick. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Forget about it. Yep, 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 yep. You know, Fuck. and this is that real catchy Euro riff. You know, betray you. Like the, with the staccato and those fucking drums. I mean, just open it up. Fuck. There is a case to be made for this to be the best song on the album. I think if you break it down in parts. Mm, There's yeah. a case. Contendership, we'll call it at the very least. Like even think about how it ends. Like the whole oh, journey yeah, dude, from where it I begins mean, to ends. Dude, when he's when he gets booking on them kicks, fuck, it's so fucking killer, dude. Like, like I said, the whole fucking album, it's it's just so fucking dynamic with what they're doing. And it's as much as I love Killswitch Engage, it's it's um, you know, they didn't do as many different things. I mean, yeah, yeah. They didn't work in a lot of the thrash stuff. They didn't work in a lot of the rock stuff. They, you know, they. There's a strict, strict formula with Kill Switch. They were very metal. Yeah. And well, very hardcore. That's the thing is, well, <laughs> you know? that's the other thing too, dude. Like, like as far as the metalcore tag, 
I don't like know if I would say this wave is triplets. the one that was the least hardcore because there's a case to be made for the wave after that. But this absolutely 100% is the, the most outright metal of the metalcore waves. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like that right there, as we're saying, everybody that's listening along. And there's a little something that Kill Switch had that Shadows Fall didn't, and there's vice versa. Um, and I would agree, Shadows Fall had more variety, for sure. Yeah, man, this song. God damn it, dude. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the people who aren't listening along because I cannot do a fucking three-part harmony on my own, mm-hmm. which that would be fucking fantastic if I could, and I'd be a fucking millionaire. Yep. <laughs> fucking hell, dude. It's so anthemic, dude. So huge. Yeah, you could make the case for this being the, the best one on the album for sure. Huh. I'm sitting here looking and it says still two minutes to go. Oh, that's why. Other solo. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, two minutes? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is like the little harmony fucking like some of the shit that Machine Head did. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they go back into that harmony riff, except there's a little solo, like a little lead line over it. Fuck. It's a little extra something. I almost catch a hint of Slash right there. Do you? Ah, yeah, I guess I can see that. That's just like the closest thing I can think you of know, right now. Anybody else? Just those little fucking staccato fucking cymbal grabs. Fuck. It's fucking banging, dude. The whole album is just like fucking banger after banger after banger. I'm trying to think if I ever saw them do this live. I feel like I would remember it actually. I mean, I don't know how we could say it, you know, more fucking times about this shit being underrated, but Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ, dude. Like, you know, if we ever do a fucking. You know, Bangers and Mosh does a fucking, uh, you know, hey, shout out those dudes. Yeah, those shout dudes out. fucking The rule, homies man. across I the pond, I fucking dude. love those guys. Yep. Um, they do a fucking, like, an album Hall of Fame. You know, so we're going to be doing, like, a heavy Hall of Fame, but it's going to be all fucking songs. I'm going to put them all in a playlist on our Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I wanted to, I don't want to jump on their fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if we were ever to do... An album Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen all of their like, because I don't know. I don't know how long they've been doing it, but I mean, this album should be on there. Well, no, no arguments there. Yeah, what what a way to close, man. It's just fucking done. I mean, yeah, that's a fucking killer way to fucking end a song and an album. Just fucking end it. You know, I mean, goddamn, dude, that shit is so fucking good. So, my question to you is, how often do you listen to this album? Not enough, apparently, dude. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Same, like, like it's dude. always those ones that you're like, yeah, man, I really like it a lot, but you don't like listen to it as much. And and we'll get into that later, dude. I'm I'm thinking, fuck, dude. Like, we had our our mid year um top of what of the year so far. So much has happened since we did that. That like oh, I'm yeah. just like holy shit. There was that one day where it was the new Whitechapel, the new Bad Wolves, the new Mastodon, the new Archspire, and so many more. I remember seeing a lot of people talking about, oh my god, there's so many albums. Somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said, dude, there's literally too much stuff coming out today, and that was just one day. 
I and I'm it's been so like that far all behind. Year. There's been, I've seen people talking about like some of the especially some of the older guys that were, mm-hmm. you know, in the uh, I guess journalist music journalist days when they were younger. You know, and they talked about you know because uh, I mean I see a lot of people a lot of talk about album of the year lists and whatnot and and I mean we'll get to artists for sure but. I see a lot of talk about it, and people, you know, a lot of those old timers they mentioned, like a lot of people's lists back in the day, you know, used to. Um, hey. You know, a lot of those lists used to look the same. It's be- yeah. And, and it's not because everybody fucking felt the same way about music, it's just there was less shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this year in particular, and I think a lot of the reason this year is because what happened last year. Mm-hmm. You know, now no one could fucking tour, so everybody has an excess of fucking writing. Yeah. And so everybody's putting shit out this year. I mean, there's been a... Fu- I mean, let's be real. In the past, I mean, ever since streaming came around, more and more albums coming out because you don't... You can have a smaller label that just does distribution, you know, or you don't need a label at all. You can just put your shit out. Yep. You know, so there's a lot more to choose from. Like, it's never, ever, ever been better... If you're a fan of underground music or you make underground music, like yeah, it's just, absolutely. there's just never, I've been listening to fucking bands. I've listened to more different fucking bands in the last two years than I have in the last fucking 25 years. Like mm-hmm. easily, dude. Like it's, it's insane. There's always something, you know, um, I'll, I'll shout out the guy on our album of the album of the year list. But I mean, you get you and, and they, this is the other thing. We have places to find them now. Not even, not even find them. We have places to go where people are literally telling you about them. Yeah, there's tastemakers like never before, man. Yeah, so it's so it's a big deal. So yeah, do I? There was a time, dude, like probably up until about I don't know three or four years ago. What year is it? Twenty one. Twenty twenty one. I, I keep thinking it's already twenty twenty two. I'm realizing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, about three or four years ago, where I mean, I still would listen to my metalcore playlist that was you know the classic fucking stuff dude and uh you know so i would listen to this album quite a bit i mean it was you know three four times a year and then Mm -hmm. you know i i think what ended up happening was you get to that point like i got to with metallica and slayer you know and judas priest and iron maiden and i got there with you know some other bands you know sepultura to some degree i mean old sepultura you know, you get to that point, dude, where it's like you've heard it so many times you don't need to listen to it anymore. All you got to do exactly. is think about it, and it's there yep. in your head. Yep. And so I kind of don't really think about it because I think one thing I've found in this you know preview for our OSDM fucking episode is I, I think what I'm finding, and I've been finding this out for years, and I mean, we're talking a lot of fucking years. I'm just a fucking death metal dude. Mm. that is my shit as much as i say like oh yeah like this shit's my shit oh no it, yeah it was for a little while yeah you know but as my life goes on you know when you have a smaller sample size it's it's you know it's like oh well yeah this is my shit oh this is my shit oh this is my shit oh this is my shit you yeah. know but as you go on you really see what you kind of tend to always go back to yeah what absolutely. you always want to listen to yep you know, and what you listen to the most and love the most. And then and it's just like, yeah, I'm just a fucking death metal dude. So as we go, and I'm, here's the other huge fucking thing. I'm an underground music guy. Mm-hmm. I've never 
been as much as I, I mean, I listen to commercial music all the time. I used to listen to radio all the time. I do like a lot of commercial quote unquote radio stuff. And I just don't like it as much as the underground stuff. And that even goes for like bands like Shadows Fall, What Drives the Week. Not my fucking favorite. It wasn't even close to my fucking list, dude. Enlightened by the Cold, not even close to being on my list. It's just not. Mm-hmm. You know, what was? Ghost of Past Failures, Power of I and I was a big fucking honorable mention to me. It's it's even like that with the, with bands like this, where it's like they have the radio songs, but it's all the other songs that I fucking really love. I think, like, when you take into account what it is you really fucking love listening to, some stuff does... It's not that it falls... It, it does fall by the wayside, but just because something falls by the wayside doesn't mean it's totally gone. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like, I find myself... And then this year has been, like, insane. I really was trying to make a considered effort where every Friday I, I, I really want to hit, you know, like, uh, at least for Friday and Saturday, I really want to listen to not all the stuff. I mean, that's really difficult to do. I don't get paid to listen to music. I mean, as yeah, cool as exactly. that would be fucking... I mean, that would be outstanding. But I don't get paid to listen to music. So it, it just doesn't make sense to listen to everything. And I mean, you can listen to half, like some of the stuff, dude, you can listen to half a song. You know you're going to like it or not. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so there's like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of Doom stuff and like Stoner stuff that I'm just like, eh, whatever. There's a lot of black metal stuff. I'm like, eh, this isn't it for me. Right. But what I found was like, now I'm finding there's been some awesome as fuck album. At least one. But for the majority of the weeks, it's been several. Yeah. Yep. yep that yep. it's just like, this shit is the shit. And it's yep. like, I, this is going to go into, so now it's going into the whole week. Yeah. So this is my does, life for six days. Yeah. That does cut into my crowbar time, dude. That does cut yeah. into my fucking shadow small time. Absolutely. That cuts Absolutely. into my soul fly time. That mm-hmm. cuts into, you know, all this other stuff that I listen to. Any rap, like I haven't listened to a fucking rap song in like three years. Like legit put on a rap song, three fucking years. I'm wondering my, myself. You know, it's, yeah. I just have, I just can't, you know, like rap was what I listened to because like I was caught up on metal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I need some, I want something else. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. I'll listen to fucking rap. And I was caught up on rap and it's like, oh, I'll listen to metal. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like now, dude, it's you can't keep up with either one of them, let alone both. Yeah. You know, so... And I, and I do want to keep up. I, I want to, because of the show, I want to be the person that knows about Stormkeep. I want to be the person that knows about God's hate. I want to be the person yeah. that knows about Mole. I want to be the person that knows about New Mastodon. I mean, you know, it's, I, want to, I want to try and be that as, you know, in a practical way. Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. I try to make a concerted effort to be like, no, nah, I got my fill back when i was in high school you know what i mean because i've been i've met so many of those people and i'm like if that's you that's you but like there's so much more interesting stuff that's coming out and is going to continue to come out let alone there's also several new discoveries to be made you know that i haven't even i i always say dude i've known my four favorite bands for the last what fucking almost 15 years now that statement could still change man like there's so much to discover Thanks again for joining us as always, folks. Let us know what your favorite songs are. Let us know if you've never heard Shadows Fall before. We'd love more people to get the exposure to them. We always love hearing from you. What are your thoughts on The War Within? Is it underrated? Is it overrated? What What do you think of The War Within 
And honestly, I mean, I would like to hear how often people listen to it. Yeah. Or even let us know some of your other favorite bands from this era. Right. That's another good one. Yeah. We could do a whole special on the mid-2000s, early to mid-2000s, dude. The new wave of American heavy metal, quote-unquote. Oh. Um, But yeah, we always love hearing from you. Hit us up. We love to have other people in on the conversation. Like, review, subscribe, follow, wherever you like to. Hit us up. Jason at Metalist Podcast everywhere else. Metalist Pod Twitter. I'm at Yes It Is I David. Literally everywhere. Makes it real easy. We always love hearing from you folks. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, eat your veggies. Fuck your prayers. Talk to you then. Later.